It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Locked On Wizards podcast. This is your host, Ed Oliver, DC Sports YouTuber. You can follow me on Twitter at EDT, Make sure you subscribe to the Locked On Wizards podcast and all the Locked On NBA podcasts as well. And uh, we are going to do another mailbag episode. This is episode uh, mailbag episode part two. Um, and this episode is brought to you by Thursdays on Locked On NBA. Make sure you guys check that out. Thursdays on on the Locked On NBA podcast, Jackson Gatlin and Matt Moore are telling you whose NBA stock is up and who's down. Follow the Locked On NBA podcast today on YouTube, wherever you get your podcast. So uh, let's hop into it. I, I did not get a chance to get to a couple of guys, a couple of people's questions. I just wanted to let you guys know what was going on with Thomas Bryant. Also, um, Bradley Bill and Spencer Dinwiddie. Uh, doing those open gym uh, five-on-five scrimmages. They've been going at it with other guys, going at it with Jason Tatum and other guys like that. Um, so that's about all the updates with the Washington Wizards, really. Um, you look at the rest of, rest of the Eastern Conference right now, you got some uh, rumors going on with Ben Simmons and some turmoil. It uh, looks like Joel Embiid shot down some of the rumors that they didn't get along or, or whatever that whatever's going on over there. Um, but what's going on in Wizards Nation, we'll get into it. So uh, my guy Peter on Twitter uh, P-E-T-R-2404-2528. Sounds like a phone number, uh, but that's my guy, Peter. So I missed his question because Peter asked a uh, question, and he has two questions. So he says, all right, bro, question number two, could Spencer Dinwiddie be a better overall player for the Wizards than Russ was last year? And who out of all the new guys do you think may stay with us long term? So um, that question was a good question, or is a good question. Um, Spencer Dinwiddie, could he be better than uh, Russell Westbrook or a better fit? Um, I don't think he'll be a better overall player than what Russell Westbrook was, but I think he could be a better fit next to Bradley Bill. I think he um, is, is somewhat of a better shooter, a three-point. He's more of a threat from outside from the three-point line. Uh, he didn't. He, he shot 30% from threes in 2020. Didn't shoot well last year either before he got injured. Um, but if you look at his catch and shoot numbers, he was 37% from the three point line off of catch and shoot opportunities. And I think he'll get more of those opportunities with Bradley Bill being able to create Kyle Kuzma, uh, Rui Hachimura being able to create as well. And, um, Spencer Dinwiddie would be, would be able to spot up in the corner and knock down some shots. So I, I think he'll be better at that with Russell Westbrook. Uh, three point shooter was not his strength at all. And also Spencer Dinwiddie is a better free throw shooter as well. They both got to the line at a high clip at a high rate. They both played downhill basketball. Spencer Dinwiddie can, can get to the cup with ease and finish with ease. Um, he's also an athletic finisher as well. If you look at some of his highlights, you know, he's 6'6", so he's pretty bouncy as well, can finish strong. 
Um, he had a couple of nasty dunks, some low-key nasty dunks uh, with the Nets, if you look at some of those highlights. And he had a, a dunk on somebody the other day that I was watching on the scrimmage and some of the highlights uh, during the 5-on-5. So I think he could be a better fit. Um, also, just down the stretch, playing in the fourth quarter, knocking down shots, uh, making free throws uh, down the stretch as well. So I think he can fit next to Bradley Bill. He's a guy that doesn't need the basketball in his hand as much as Russell Westbrook did. You know, he can let other guys develop, you know, like Denny and Rui. Um, he's, he's just not a guy that needs the basketball in his hands as much as Russell Westbrook does. So the usage rate um, is, is still going to be high for Spencer Dinwiddie, but I just feel like he um, we're going to move the ball more. And that's what Wes Unsell wants the Washington Wizards to do. Uh, we were ranked 27th in passes per game last year, and I think that's going to go up passing just ball movement. we got to see more ball move, movement in the offense. Last year was a lot of isolation with Bradley Bill and Russell Westbrook and then just a Robin Lopez hook shot. So I think the offense will be more dynamic. Uh, with Spencer Dinwiddie and a lot more ball movement. So that's what I'm looking forward to with Spencer Dinwiddie. Um, so I, I think he can be a better fit, not a better overall player, because Russ is just incredible. Um, the triple-double machine. And a lot of some people say it's stat padding. I don't believe that at all. I used to think that back in the day with OKC, but after sitting down and watching Russ play every game, every night, um, playing for the Washington Wizards, where I finally got an opportunity to see him play every game because at OKC, I was not watching them. You know, of course, they didn't come in the DMV area. But since he's with the Wizards, obviously, he comes on NBC Sports Washington every night, Comcast Sportsnet. Um, I got to see this guy play. And it was not stat padding. This guy really literally would go out there and have a triple-double in the first or second quarter off of just pure heart and hustle and scoring um, easily, to getting to the basket easily, scoring, uh, making free throws. Set guys up, Robin Lopez for easy dunks, Daniel Gaffer for lobs. Um, same thing with Alex Lynn. I mean, this guy really was a triple-double machine. And rebound, his effort is unmatched rebound in the basketball. He is the best rebounding guard in probably in the history of the NBA. And and I don't think it's, it's hard to argue against that. Just the, his his grit, his hustle, his grind. I remember one game where um, somebody missed a free throw. He got the offensive rebound, just flew out of nowhere and got the offensive rebound to finish the game. And then the block shot on Karis LeVert. So his effort is unmatched. I think we everybody already knows that about Russell Westbrook. So um, Spencer Dinwiddie, he brings energy too. We're not going to see a whole bunch of triple doubles again. But we are going to see some high scoring from Spencer Denny. He is capable of putting 30 to 40 points in some games. He's a microwave scorer. He can get a bucket. So um, I think I just think he can be a better fit, but not overall um, a better player. And then Peter also asked, uh, who out of all the new guys do you think may stay with us long term? That's a good question because um, I know Mantra's hero. This is a one-year deal for him. I got to look up KCP's contract um, and see how long he's going to be here that's actually a good question I, I should I should know this and look this up let me see how much how many years uh, Kyle Kuzma has left on his contract here and um, KCP and just see how long um, these guys can stay here so Kyle Kuzma his, his contract ends in the 2024 season so I think if everything goes well I think he definitely would stay I mean like I always say about uh, previous Lakers um, they find homes in other places man you look at you look at Jordan Clarkson you look at um, you look at uh, D'Angelo, even though he, D'Angelo Russell has bounced around with the Nets and now to the Timberwolves, um, you look at Lonzo Ball, who has gone to a different team as well now. But um, I just think Lakers, they, they get better when they when they leave, to be honest with you. They really do. So um, let me look up KCP's contract as well. But, yeah, when, when Lakers leaves, Brandon Ingram now, he looks like he found a home with the Pelicans. He's going to be an all-star for years to come. Um, so the 2023 season is the last year for KCP. So um who do I think is going to stay the longest we'll get to that after um 
a quick word from our sponsor here. This episode is brought to you by Sweat Block. It's doctor created, doctor recommended. Works for up to seven days per use. Dry shirt guarantee. If Sweat Block doesn't help you keep you dry, you get your money back. Featured and tested on the Rachel Ray Show by Firefighters. Bestseller on Amazon for the past 10 years. Over 13,000 reviews manufactured in the U.S. It's your little secret of confidence. It's been super, super hot outside the DMV. So um, this, this will keep your shirt dry and will keep you smelling good as well. Uh, this is a must-have for everyone's toiletry bag. Whether it's a big presentation or a hot date, everyone can benefit. Everyone can benefit. It's, uh, you can find it on Amazon or CVS. Uh, the promo code is locked on for 20% off. Also, this episode is brought to you by uh, Direct TV. Does this sound familiar? You've got one device that lets you catch the game live, another that lets you stream your favorite shows. You're watching sports highlights on your phone, and you've got your neighbor's best friends log in for the good stuff. Well, I wanted to tell you, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all the entertainment that you love without the hassle, and a great way to finally get your TV together. It's called Direct TV Stream, and it brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, so you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes and no need to buy another device ever again. And the best part, there's no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with Direct TV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. Check out Direct TV. Football season's coming up, man. And and NBA will be back very, very soon. So check out Direct TV. Um, So out of all the three guys that I think will stay the longest, that's a really good question. I really wish I had that crystal ball um, to predict that. But um, I, I just – I like Kuzma out of the three. I think immediate impact. I think KCP can contribute just that 3 and D guy that we just don't have a lot of those guys who are going to dig down um, defensively and shoot and shoot and be able to shoot a three at a high clip. Um, KCP is capable of doing that. Montrezl Harrell, I just don't see him staying long term, especially when Thomas Bryant comes back. We're just going to have to make a decision between Gafford uh, Harold and, and Thomas Bryant. And I think Gafford's going to stay long-term. He's just, he's on a cheap contract and he's just athletic. And I think he's the best out of the three, in my opinion. I just like what he brings defensively, his energy finishing around the rim. I think he also, um, has more upside. I think he has more upside than, than both of those guys. He's younger, former second round pick out of Arkansas and, um, per 36 average, a double, double, and he's a shot blocking machine. We just don't have, we just haven't had a, center that can jump like that and finish out the rim, finish above the rim, finish strong uh, like that. And I, I just love what Daniel Gabbard brings to the, to the team. I like his chemistry with Bradley Bill um, as a lob threat as well. So um, I just think out of three, we keep Daniel Gabbard to the three centers. So that means Montrezl Harrell will be the odd man. But I see Montrezl Harrell not staying long, to be honest with you. I just don't see the three-man uh, center rotation working, even though it did last year. I just feel like with the personalities and some of the some of the um, yeah just the personalities, I don't think Trez is going to stay here long. I would love to see him stay here long term because the, the man is a dog. He's a junkyard dog. His finishing around the rim is un, is is uh, incredible, and just his tenacity, his energy as well has to work. He's not he's he he's, he can be he can be a liability defensively, um, but I, I just think out of the three Lakers, I'm 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 going on them here and say Kyle Kuzma, man. I'm really hoping for a uh, bounce back year for him. I'm hoping for that 18 point per game, Kyle Kuzma. I really think it is. I think he's capable of doing it. Just locking in. Uh, he broke up with Winnie Harlow, the model. So I think that's a good sign. So he can lock in and focus on basketball. Just focus on basketball. That's, that's all we need Kuzma to do. Focus on basketball. I mean, he's going to be wearing the crazy stuff um, coming through the tunnel and whatnot, but I just need him to focus on ball, focus on basketball. I think he can stay long-term. 
Um, now, KCP and Bradley Bill are good friends. For whatever that's worth, maybe he might stay long-term because him and, him and Brad are good buddies. So um, we'll see. They go way back. So we'll see. And I think he can be affordable as well um, when his contract is, is, is up. Um, but I'm going to go out on a limb and say Kyle Kuzma. But that was a good question by my man Peter. Um, all right. So um, my man Guppy Ambrosio on Instagram. I'm going to go to his question. Uh, he says, I got two. He, he said his question is, uh, which new wizard will be the difference, uh, the biggest difference maker? Um, so, uh, good question by my man Guppy. Um, he said, "Yeah, he says which wizard will be the which new wizard will be the biggest difference maker." So, all the new wizards is uh, Kyle Kuzma, uh, Aaron Holiday, um, KCP, uh, Corey Kispert. If you want to throw him in there, Isaiah Todd. All those guys are new Washington Wizards. So you got to group those guys in there too. So you never know; there could be a possibility. Isaiah Todd comes in here and balls out. Corey Kispert comes in here and plays well, scores like 10, 15 points a game, which I don't think will happen. But um, you just never know. Montrezl Harrell too. I mean, that's a good question. You got a lot of guys coming that can definitely contribute. Um, I thought I thought we did a good job with the trade and then bringing some guys in through through trades and through the draft. Um, I I think. Once again, it's between Kuzma and KCP. It's between, and I, I won't sleep on Montrez Harrell because the the firepower that he brings off of the bench, where he can get automatic triple double very easily, and his scoring, his energy is contagious. Um, but I'm really gonna go with Kyle Kuzma again. I really feel like he can be that difference maker. We just didn't have a lot of wings that can defend either and can shoot the three and can finish around the rim. We once again, I keep saying Isak Banga. Anthony Gill, we had to give those guys playing time. Chandler Hutchinson, um, Denny, when Denny was hurt, our death was terrible. I mean, our death was was pretty weak anyway with Denny healthy, but now the depth is a lot better. And I want to see how Kuzma and Rui can play together. I really, I'm interested to see that. And their wingspan, man, we got a long team. Like, if you throw out Kuzma out there who's 6'9", and Rui who's, who's 6'9", as well, both power forwards that can move their feet and are mobile and have good agility and can finish. Um, that's a scary sight, man. Bradley Bill, too, he's got long arms and long wingspan. When you look at him play, too, man, they, they can lock in defensively um, under West Sunset. I really see that happening. So I think Kuzma, man, whether he comes off the bench or whether he starts, the guy can score. He can fill it up, man. He's very skilled. He's very talented. He can shoot the 3-2. He shot the three at a high clip last year, made more threes than Trey Young. And that's because, you know, he was a spot-up shooter rather than Trey Young who's dribble, dribble, dribble. He dribbles the ball and brings the ball up all the time. Um, I think Kyle Kuzma, man, I think he can be a solid player. I think he can average 18, man. I really, I really do. I really do. I think he can come and help this team, man. Uh, it's between him and KCP because KCP is going to be guarding the James Hardens of the world and all those good shooting guards right now, like Devin Booker. And uh, when we have to go up against some of those guys in the Eastern Conference that are shooting guards, um, KCP is going to have that hard matchup. So he's going to have to dig in defensively for sure. Kind of like how he was for the LA Lakers, you know, coming off and, and offensively coming off screens, hit, knocking down that jump shot, um, getting to the basket a little bit fast break. So um, KCP's going to have a huge role, and he he's definitely going to start some games this year for sure. So it, it's definitely between um, those two guys, in my opinion. So, um, but next the next questions we're going to get to, and I'll try to finish up today. If not, then uh, we'll get to it on the next episode. Um, Clebby asks Clevy on YouTube, he says, if the Wizards struggle in the first half of the season with this new car, new core, do you think Bradley Bill will finally request a trade? So we'll, before I answer that question, this episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Uh, my favorite cookie is cookies and cream. Uh, they got coconut, cherry barcia, raspberry, mint brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, strawberry orange, and German chocolate. 
Uh, if you haven't tried all the flavors, you can get a mix box where you'll get two of each of the nine flavors. Um, not only are Built Bar flavors the best tasting, but they are healthy too. Check out the macro, 7 to 18 grams of protein, calories ranging from 130 to 180, only 4 to 5 grams of sugar, and only 4 to 5 grams of net carbs. Amazing flavors, all tasty, all healthy. Order today and get the grasshopper cookie or raspberry or whatever you like. Built Bar is the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team. Go to Built.com and use promo code, promo code Locked On and Locked15, and you'll get 15% off your order. Use promo code Locked15 for 15% off at Built.com. This episode is also brought to you by Bet Online. Uh, Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all the action at Bet Online. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC action. Before the next pitch, head over to BetOnline on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website, use your mobile device to sign up today, and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sports book experts. Promo code is LOCKEDON. All right, let's hop into it. Uh, my guy Clevy says, if the Wizards struggle in the first half of the season with this new core, do you think Bradley Bill will finally request a trade? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm not going to lie to you. He probably will. He probably will. Bradley Bill's super, super loyal. That's the only thing. He's super, super loyal. Um, he's been he's been through the, the ups and downs of the Washington Wizards and, you know, John Wall being hurt in the 2019 season. Uh, him being hurt in the 2020 season. He had to go through that both times. They, they were starting lineups with, you know, no knock on Garrison Matthews, but we had Isaiah Thomas at point guard. So I had that worked out. Uh, Mighty IT, even though he scored 80 points in a game, we'll see if he can get back in the NBA. Um, you know, Ish Smith is not, a, is not bad, but, you know, Ish Smith was his starting point guard. Um, even this year, you look at the roster. Alex Lynn was starting, and uh, Raul Neto was starting, and Robin Lopez. And uh, other guys like that were, were starting, you know, just lower tier guys in the NBA. And he hasn't had – he's never been on a super team. You know, the, the closest we had to a really great team was Death Row DC. Other than that, we just haven't really had um, a stacked roster, to be honest with you. Um, so, you know, he, he's one of a dying breed. Him and Damian Litter, they're just cut from that same cloth where they want to stay on that same team like back in the 80s and 90s. Um, but it's look, it's looking, you know, we got to see how this year goes. If they start off the gate four and nine by the trade, by the trade deadline, they're like 15 and 30. Well, not 15, I got to see how many games there are before the trade trade deadline. But if they're like 10 and 25 or something like that, by the trade deadline, then Bradley Bill, yeah, he, he definitely might request a trade. I could definitely see that happening for sure. Um, I could definitely see that happening for sure, but he's super, super loyal, man. He loves DC. He loves the city. Uh, he's super loyal. He's last of a dying breed, and um, it is a contract year. It's a contract year. Now, if he does stay, he is eligible for getting a, a crazy, crazy contract. I think it's like five years, $200 million over a span of five years, which would, would be incredible. He would be one of the highest paid players in the history of the NBA, and, and rightfully so. He deserves the money, man. He really does. I think he's earned the money, and he's durable now. The knock on Bradley Bill was that he was not durable. He's done everything. He's debunked every myth or a bad thing about him. He's he's gotten healthy, gotten stronger, ball handling's got better, everything. He's he's improved something in his game each year. Each year. He's just got to get his three-point percentage up. He just has to improve on that. Um, that's the only thing I want to see from him is just shoot the ball better and in, 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 in the clutch, be better in the clutch as well. Um, let's get to Davis Bertans real quick, and then we'll wrap this up. There's two more questions. I'll, I'll, I'll probably answer those on the next episode. Um, 
B.O. Green on 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 um on YouTube, he says, are they going to make a trade with Davies Bertans? If so, what do you think he's worth on the market? Great question, man. Davies Bertans, man. A lot of people want to run him out of town. They got pitchforks, fire, pitchforks. Trying to get this man out of town, especially after the Sixers series, after the playoffs, where he had zero points and six fouls. Zero rebounds, zero assists, zero points. And six fouls. I mean, that man was stealing money. Five years, $80 million, really bad in the playoffs. But if you look at his regular season numbers, he really wasn't that bad. Shot 39% from the three-point line, made three three threes per game, 87% from the free throw line. Um, Davies Bertans was not as bad as everybody says he was. Now, he did come into training camp out of shape. Um, you know, he didn't get to practice because of the, the coronavirus um, during the offseason. He averaged 11 points per game. A lot of his numbers went down from 2020. In 2020, he averaged 15 points a game. 2021, he averaged 11 points a game. So a lot of his numbers went down. Even rebounds, four and a half rebounds per game in 2020, went down to three rebounds a game. He, he's a specialist. He's a one-dimensional guy. So you're paying $16 million per year for a guy who can really only do one thing, which is shoot threes. And we all knew that coming into, you know, a lot of people, you know, there was trade offers for him last year in, in, in the 2020 season before the virus happened and all that stuff. There were definitely trade offers for him, the Latvian laser. Um, defensively, he's not good. He's a liability on defense for sure. But if you look at our three-point shooting as a team, we're not a good – we're still we still don't have a lot of shooters. The only pure shooter we really have is Corey Kispert. Spencer Dinwiddie's not that great of a three-point shooter, even though he does better on catch-and-shoot opportunities. Not that great of a three-point shooter. Rui Hachimir is not that great of a three-point shooter. Bradley Bill didn't shoot the three well either. Daniel Gaffer doesn't space the floor. Montrose Harrell doesn't shoot space the floor. Thomas Bryant doesn't space the floor. Well, he spaces, he's the only big that can space the floor. Um, Denny Avdia shot 31% from the three, so he's not much of a shooter. Aaron Holiday's a good shooter. Ronald Nettles a good shooter. But other than that, we just don't have many shooters. We don't have guys that can space them. If you look at the Suns, they have shooters all around. Jay Crowder can shoot the three. Michael Bridges can shoot the three. Um, Chris Paul can shoot the three. Devin Booker can shoot the three. Guys off the bench, Torrey Craig can shoot the three. You look at their roster, that's that's kind of what I wanted to mold, mold, mold our team after. We have to have some shooters. We got to get some guys that can space the floor. We were bottom half in the league with three points attempted. We were bottom half of the league, really bottom of the league with three-point percentage as well. Uh, we just did not space the floor as, as, at all, and that can definitely help our offense. So, Davies Bertans, there's games where he can go crazy and just knock down threes. Like, I keep bringing up that Nuggets game where he just went bonkers, and he, he forces fouls on threes. Like, guys fly at him and foul him just because they're so concerned about him knocking down a three-pointer just because he's that much of a threat from the three-point line. So, um, I, I just got I, – I would keep Davies Bertans. I don't see his trade value being much. Let's see how it is before the trade deadline. But right now, as right now, his trade value is so bad where we probably only get like a second round pick at the most. We probably only get a second round pick, two second round picks at that. We probably have to trade him and throw a first round pick just to get him off our books. And we don't want to do all that. We don't want to do that at all. Uh, we want to get the best value for him. So I don't really see us getting great value for him right now. Now, last year or the 2020 season when he was playing really, really well, when teams were actually knocking on the door and wanted him for the playoffs, they needed a specialist then sure, yeah, that was the time to trade him. But now he's here. We kept him. I wanted to bring him back after the 2020 season. I was happy that we re-signed him as a free agent. I was excited. I was happy about that. Um, but, yeah, I, I would keep him. I would keep him. I think he, I think he can play better this year with Spencer doing what he, Brad, Bradley Bill feeding him the ball, him getting more shot, open shots, catch and shoot opportunities. He has to take some better shots. Sometimes he takes crazy threes that are, like, near half court. Even though he can make those shots, sometimes he needs to ease up on those. Um, and, and a pull-up jumper doesn't hurt. I want to see him shoot some pull-up jumpers, too, sometimes. If somebody flies at you, I want you to put the ball on the floor. I know he can barely jump with the ball, too. But if he can just put the ball on the floor 
and do a one dribble pull up, that wouldn't hurt, even though I know that's kind of old age basketball shooting mid range jump shots. But it's better than going over from the three point line if you're all. Um, he, like I said, he has some great games for us. I, I would keep him. I would really keep him. I think he's a three point special. I think he's a guy that can definitely space the floor and uh, makes the team better when he's on. When he's hitting and he's on, especially in that fourth quarter when you need somebody to make a shot, I think he's capable of doing that. He's a, he's a good free throw shooter as well. So I, I would keep the Latvian laser for right now. Like I said, Monstrous Hero doesn't shoot threes. Um, Gaffer doesn't shoot threes, so um, I, I think he compliments Bradley Bill um, pretty well as well. So I, I would keep Davies Bertans right now. You're just not going to get much in return. See see how he does um, by the trade deadline. But I just want to thank you guys for your questions. Um, there's two questions left, but I'm going to answer them on the next episode. The next episode is going to be about Aaron Holiday. Um, I'm going to bring on the guy from Locked On Pacers, uh, Tony East. We're going to talk about Aaron Holiday and his fit with the Washington Wizards. Um, so make sure you guys tune in for that. That should be up on Friday. Make sure, you, make sure you guys subscribe to Locked On Wizards as well and uh, leave a good rating for the Wizard, for uh, Locked On Wizards. And leave a question down there, too. I, I want to answer some more questions. It's the offseason, so we can get to it, guys. We can get to it. Uh, and this episode is brought to you by Locked On Today. Get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of your local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, you guys, make sure you guys follow me on Twitter. My link is my Twitter Names in the description, you guys should know it by now. All right, you guys, peace. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.